Good afternoon, San Antonio. It's 3 p.m. in our city on June 14th, 2020. My name is R. Lee. On the air this afternoon once again with Miss Tina and Uncle Rich. What's up, team? Hey. We'd like to welcome you to KCATL 1480 AM and 92.1 FM's broadcast of this new form of discussion for our city that we're calling What's Right. You can also tune in to www.kchl.org to catch us live on the air. This is a Christian-based perspective and conversation covering most everything, most every topic from our perspective of faith, whether it's married life, Christian life, church life, and or current events. If you'd like to participate or you simply want to reach us with your perspective of what's right, email us at whatsrightway.org. Today we know there's a lot happening to us globally. It has captured the attention of all mankind, black, white, Brown, light people, la-di-da-di, everybody, high class, low class, in the city or in the fields, even up in them their hills, all mankind right now is focused on this worldwide pandemic, COVID-19, the coronavirus, and the social injustices that has been revealed to everyone on the earth. We believe God has called for the voices of believers to be heard in seasons like this, in times like this, not just opinions, but your perspectives. According to Isaiah 118, we are encouraged to come reason together, and that's exactly what this forum represents, an opportunity for us to reason together as to what's right. If you want to reach us with your perspective of what's right, email us at whatsrightway.org. Now, again, when we speak about what's right, don't forget it's not who's right, you're right, I'm right, but really we want the Spirit of the Lord to help us understand what he's saying unto the church, really unto the world. And we believe through educated, informed, and articulate discussion that we can get some answers to some of the questions many of us have. Again, we don't be, claim to be all-knowing, but desire to be facilitators and communicators of the good news in all things. So today's topic we want to grill up is that you need to know your rights. We're talking about what's right. You got a right to know your rights. When I say know them, we don't... Uh, listen, I'm talking about the rights with law enforcement, uh, primarily because of the recent incidences that we've seen where um, an interaction with law and, uh, with the law enforcement official didn't go that well. And so um, things like you don't have to run from the police if you recognize you just know your rights. And, and certainly you can articulate them. You don't even have to run from them. This shouldn't be that sort of perspective that's being had. And so before we get started, I want to play a 12-minute a clip on air um, that I need you to get in tune with. It's between a uh, white-skinned pastor um, and his interaction with two white-skinned law enforcement officers. And um, he's at an abortion clinic, and he's just basically witnessing to those ladies going in to receive abortions, but he's doing it, of course, exercising his freedom of speech rights, and he has this encounter. So um, take a few minutes, listen to it, and then we'll come back and we'll grill for a few minutes after that, okay? also got to see these same women turn to Christ and experience forgiveness. I got to see their lives transformed. I got to see... Sure. Yeah. Why do you need my ID? I need to talk to you about uh, a complaint from the neighborhood. What's the What's the complaint about? The complaint is about sound application. Well, that's that's a legal activity. 
sound amplification is legal? Yeah, I mean, I can show you. Well, I understand you can legally amplify. Yeah. Talking about disturbing somebody's peace. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's been. I deal with. Yeah, that's been ruled on. No, that's, don't don't give me the law. Just if I could get your name, would be great. Okay, well, I'm just asking why you need my name. I told you why. Sorry, are you are you arresting me or charging me with a crime? Not at this point, I like. No. ID so then, the state law of Arizona says that you can't ask for my ID unless I'm being charged with a crime. Well, I mean, I am in the process of investigating a crime. Okay. What? Well, you just but ignored the. You get arrested. I, you know, I have to be able to do an investigation. Sure, but the law says. Just grab people and arrest them. No, I appreciate the officer, but you're a law enforcement official, and I'm showing you the law. The law says that in order for you to say I'm disturbing the peace, it has to be more than a vague generality of your own opinion. You have to have a. You have to have a calibrated meter that demonstrates I'm over 65 decibels. Do you have a calibrated meter? Do I have to have a calibrated meter? You do. It's the city code. what it says. Okay, so do you want to tell me who you are or you don't want to? No, officer, I respect your position. I'm a pastor. I respect law enforcement. And I, and since you're law enforcement, the law says that you can't ask for my ID unless you're okay. charging well, me with well, a crime. I ask you a million questions. You yeah. just need to tell me whether or not you want to do it or answer them. No, and, and just so you know, I respect your question. position immensely. I believe your position is ordained by God in terms okay. of government. But I also believe that you and I both respect the law. And our Constitution says that I have a right to remain silent and not self-incriminate. And our state law says that in order for you to actually get my idea, I have to be cited with a crime. So you're telling me you don't want to identify yourself? Well, I'm happy to say my name. It's Pastor Jeff. I'm with Apologia Church. Okay. Jeff. It's Pastor Jeff. Just Pastor Jeff. Yeah. Okay. I'd be happy to show you this. This is the Supreme Court ruling, Federal Court of Appeals ruling, the City of Tempe's rules when it comes to noise ordinance. Yeah, I, I understand. I've, I've read all. Well, actually, I haven't read the Supreme Court's ruling. Okay. Like that okay. I understand the city code. Okay. Um, what I'm dealing with is a complaint from the neighborhood. I understand. And I, and I understand where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. The problem is, and I know you're a law enforcement officer, you took an oath to the Constitution, we have freedom of speech rights, and yeah. somebody saying, you're disturbing my peace because I don't like your message or I can hear it, isn't a valid reason to undo the Constitution of the United States that says I have freedom of speech. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled on this. Somebody can't say I'm disrupting the peace because they don't like my message, because I'm amplifying, amplifying my voice. The law, which you and I both are committed to, states that I'm in a lawful activity right now. You. No, I know, and I appreciate your position. I have no disrespect for you, but uh, but when it comes to law and law enforcement, when someone calls with just a complaint, I think it's incumbent upon us to at least educate those people that what's happening here is a lawful activity. It's not unlawful. You realize you got to give your spill to this gal about two seconds. Okay. Yes, sir. Supervisor. Yeah. Okay. Be right back, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Here, record that.
Yeah. I got mine. Do it, do it to me. So the police have shown up. Last week they criminally cited one of our friends and confiscated uh, property. And so we're going to probably have to engage in some instructions, legal instructions to the police officers as to what's actually lawful. Hi, soundbite. Hi, how are you? Okay. I'm uh, Sergeant Liz Lenzen, Tempe PD. Hello. Um, hey, who's been using the megaphone? Uh, I have. Yeah, and what's your name? Jeff. Jeff who? Yeah, Jeff. It's Pastor Jeff. Pastor Jeff. Yes. I'm so supposed to know. Where are you pastor at? Uh, Apologia Church in Tempe. Okay, and what's your last name, Jeff? Uh, do you need that for anything? Yes, we do, because we, we have a complaint that we're working. That's why we're here. Okay. Well, Otherwise, we would not be here. No, I respect your position. I was just telling this officer over here, in order to for me to identify myself, I have to be cited with a, a crime according to Arizona state law. Well, we're going to give you a warning right now, so we're going to need that for a street check. So what's your last name? Okay, so the warning is a violation of the law? Well, because of the amplified sound device. Well, Wait, what I was saying to the officer was... Zach? He's right over here. Zach. Where's the other Zach? Zach he's number Morgan, one. He's out of state right now. Okay, I'm used to... They know me. And Stephen knows me. So you're going to be given a warning. You cannot use. And well, officer, you, you can't know. do that. Officer, you can't do that unless you have a calibrated meter according to the city code. Oh, we can. And you um, test it. Yeah, we can. And so you you're can violate get, this law. We have a complaint that's a citizen. A complaint of illegal activity. We have complaint of illegal activity. A disorderly conduct. Ma'am, that you, if you read the city code, you'll We're see not you arguing. can't. You've been given a warning. You can't use your amplified sound device. If you will, you go to jail. You've already been given that warning. Ma'am, you're not even looking at the, you're a supervisor, you won't look at the law? No, I know the law. We'll file a suit against you. Go ahead. Okay. Lenzen. Gotcha. Okay, let's get that on the camera. Get Officer the Lenzen. We got our cams going. Officer Lenzen, would you like it to look at the law? Okay, we'll do this. Lenzen. Is this, this professional is activity on your part it to is. act, behave you, in this manner? You got a warning, so please don't do it. We don't what's really the warning want to have for? To you. This is my question. What's the and warning you've been for? Warned already. Okay. Officer, what's the warning for? Amplified sound device. That's legal okay. activity. You can't use it. You won't look at this. Don't use it. Don't it's a legal activity. We have a complaint. Ma'am, we'll sue you for violating our constitutional you can rights. Sue us. You can. It's your right. It is my right, and you, and I want to I want to do this for the record of the court. She will not look at the city you code. Warning. Thank you. You won't look at the city code. No, I already know it. Yeah, ma'am, I reject your warning. Okay. I reject it. We're going to And we're going to continue to use sound application because our, it's our constitutional right. And if you, if you try to violate our constitutional rights, we will sue you okay. and the city of Tempe. Okay. Okay? Thank you. All right. And just know it's on record. You refuse to see the city code. You refuse okay. to look at it. You don't have it, man. You don't even know what it is. Officer, officer, you need to repent of your lawless conduct. This is lawless. You are not engaging in activity as law enforcement right now. You are engaging in thuggish, oppressive, unconstitutional behavior. You don't know the law, and yet you pretend to represent it. The law states, I have freedom of speech. The law states you have to have a calibrated meter in order to cite me for anything. You didn't even know you're not allowed to ask for my ID without citing for a crime. Officer, you didn't know the law and she didn't know the law. I can ask for anybody's ID. 
Right. They don't have to give it to me. Right. You didn't give it to me. I appreciate that. Questions. But how come you guys didn't know you have to have a calibrated meter? You're citing people for disorderly conduct and no amplification, and you didn't even know the law. That's not law enforcement, sir. That's being a thug. You will be sued, sir. You're on record. This entire activity has been documented on video. You guys criminally cited somebody last week. You stole their property. You're engaged in lawless behavior, sir. She just read, said you're not allowed to have it. So, obviously, we're being a little more firm with the police today. The police recently have been harassing us and trying to stop us from doing this work. The police recently cited our friend Stephen, who's been out here for years saving lives. He has a court case this month for this very issue. Also, they stole his property, which is valued at over $300, which I, I think is a felony if a private citizen was to do that. So the police showed up just now, had no idea of what the law was. That was a supervisor. She didn't realize that you cannot criminally cite somebody for constitutionally protected activity. They didn't know that you had to have a calibrated meter to actually test the level of sound. And you just noticed that she wouldn't even look at the, the city code. She wouldn't even look at it because they're not concerned with it. It's apparent that the city of Tempe, two different departments, including the police department, are colluding with the business owners here and with Planned Parenthood to stop our constitutionally protected activity. So you'll notice I was a little more firm with the police department there and calling them out on their lawless activity because if Christians don't actually stand on what the law is and actually confront lawless behavior of police officers, they'll continue to oppress people, they'll continue to perpetrate injustice, they'll continue to violate our rights, and they'll actually try to halt ministries like this that work to rescue children. So you'll notice something. When Stephen was here and Stephen was criminally cited, they confiscated his property, Stephen didn't actually confront the police officers, from what I understand, with the law itself, the city code. And so what did they do? They ran roughshod over Stephen, they confiscated his property, and now he has a court case. But as soon as you confront the police officers with the law itself, they don't even know. And you'll notice her very unprofessional behavior when she's being asked to look at the law itself. She wasn't even willing to do that. And so I want to encourage you guys to keep praying for us because this could get worse for us. We are not stopping. As a matter of fact, I'm going right back on this to continue to talk to the women because that is our constitutional right and beyond that it's also what God commands us to preach the gospel. We're legally allowed to use amplification. They have to have a calibrated meter. They're not obeying the law and so as Christians we have every right to obey the law which is freedom of speech. We can use amplification. It's been ruled on by the Supreme Court by federal courts and the city of Tempe says we can use this. If they think it's a disturbance, they have to actually use a calibrated meter and test it for a minimum of five minutes. So that's it guys, pray for us.
There's a good chance they might show back up. There's a good chance I'm going to jail, so pray for us. All right, well, welcome back. Well, <laughs> right away, the question is, what's right about that encounter? Have you ever heard of such a stance by a black-skinned human against police? I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> he stood up and he maintained uh, his particular rights at that particular point. Um, um, somebody talk to me here, man. What's right about that? Well, there's no way that that would have happened had it been uh, a man of color. <laughs> certainly, certainly. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. And the sad thing is, you know, in, in looking at that, of course, he had his stuff together, did his due diligence. But who who, who does that yeah. on, on a regular basis? Walk around with, with, with the law, with the law <laughs> in, in their back pocket. <laughs> you know, pocket. It's, it's a shame that, that the ones that we're trusting to uphold the law, that they either, number one, don't know it or wow. they know it and refuse uh, to uphold it, taking advantage of those that, that don't know it. And you can tell that's what was happening because the first officer, he was at least halfway trying to read it. And if you see a video of this, I know you're listening to it by audio, but it's actually a video of it. And when we recognize and seen this, that the, that, the, that the first white-skinned officer, he at least was, you know, enough to acknowledge it. But when his supervisor came. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> she, she rolled up with attitude. Are you hearing this? I mean, literally, and, and would refuse to look, even when he was trying to show her. And so when we talk about this topic today, um, uh, that it's right for you to know your rights, you need to know your rights. I mean, that is literally clear sign and evidence, um, if you will, that um, this is imperative that we're well able to do it. And so um, I've maintained all along, you know, again, we're talking about, um, you know, I'm making a point to say that these were all white skinned individuals to show you that um, police um, 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 overreach, if you will, or um, um, walking outside the law is not limited, if you will, to what, what our society call um, races, you know, to the different races. Um, I might as well throw this in uh, as a point of knowledge from my perspective that, that there's only one race. Now, we're talking about the human race. Right. We're talking about, you know, I get it. The, uh, society has adopted it, that it's a race war and that we got all these race racial tensions. But really, it's like ethnicity tensions. That's what we're really dealing with. Um, because we all got the same mom and daddy, if you went back it all the way back up to Adam and Eve, if that's what you believe. We all got the same birth parents. Right. Meaning that we all got the same thing that the other person has. We just got a little different hue in our pigmentation. And so, um, uh, uh, you know, but I maintain all along that we're really dealing with um, ethnic injustices. But really, this points out that a part of the George Floyd murder wasn't just dealing with the ethnicity of George and the ethnicity of those officers. Um, in fact, one of the officers was Asian, at least he appears to be on the screen, but it's dealing with, if you will, I believe the carrying out of law enforcement officers like their own interpretation of justice, mm. their own interpretation of justice. And so it's imperative, Ms. Tina, that, that we know our rights as it relates to this. Yes, correct. I, um, in viewing it, 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 it's really sad. Um, really, everything that's going on, I, I would say, is, is more of a, in a sad um, act. But then also, we know that what Satan means for bad, God is able that's to turn right. it around. And so I see how God is, even in all of it, uh, turning it around. But I do think it is time for us to rethink um, our racial uh, stereotyping, how we do, our, our how we how we look at certain prejudices and any discriminations that 
any of us may have, starting with ourselves. That's right. I um, believe that. It is a time to reflect on our human strengths and really our own tendencies of what we ourselves do. We can look at other people, but I truly believe um, that it's a time for each of us to look within and see where are some of the prejudices that I may have. Um, because sometimes, even as as we say, we didn't realize that this thing was so huge right. until God turns the light on. When God turns the light on, we can all see. See, and we realize, Worldwide. okay, yeah, we need to. Uh, this is something that needs to be um, addressed, and it it only really can be changed when each of us. You know, whether we think we have them or not, we need to ask ourselves, That's wait key. a minute, let me see what I see when I look out of my own eyes mm-hmm. where I have any um, uh, prejudice at all. And then uh, look at my own values, how I um, observe and things that I look at, you know, in different uh, situations. And then we need to, to act on with change, remembering that. Uh, sometimes we don't even realize what what prejudiceness is until right. we realize it's any time we uh, try to uh, put any uh, human being in any distinct group mm-hmm. based off of uh, their skin color, mm-hmm. hair texture, eye shape, right. nose width. Right. You know, we have to recognize: Do I have any? Um, prejudices when I look out right. on any human being, and so. I believe this is where, as I always say, it's time to check ourselves, each one of us, from the police to the uh, pastor to the each individual That's to, right. uh, and then again, as I always say, now when we go into intercession and prayer, we have something very specific mm-hmm. to place before the Father. Yeah, Father, yeah. we are in need. We see what you're doing. You've opened the door. You've turned the light on. Now. As I've said in many of these broadcasts, now what is our response? Right. Sure, it sure. always has to be proper. Oh my, oh my! And again, you're talking about, you know, from the police to the pastor. I believe the other PU is looking for was the people because, <laughs> literally, this is exactly what we have to be about. Um, Ephesians two um, um, tells us in verse ten. It says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Um, when we talk about um, there being an answer uh, to all of these particular um, ethnic issues and police tensions in terms of towards, um, um, as we've seen, black skinned uh, men in particular, but even black skinned people in general, because there are women that are also suffering abuses. We've seen women body slammed, uh, picked up and thrown down uh, on video. Um, but the key is, is that... Um, Everything that we need by way of our response and our right response and even recognizing what God has done for us, um, I believe that it's in his word. I believe God has accounted for everything. Sure, it's not black versus white tensions that are there, but it is dealing with ethnic tensions, if you will, Samaritans and Jews. And I mean, it's biblically, it's there. Those, anybody outside of the Jewish nation, um, for the most part, we're going to... Um, um, oh, well, not going to have an issue because Jesus showed us how you can love everybody. Amen. He met the woman at the well and and, 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 and began to minister to her. She came up with her ethnic uh, persuasion, talking about, we ain't got nothing to do with y'all, <laughs> talking to Jesus, the master. But by the time he got done with it, by oh, the yeah. time he got done with his apologetics, she went and told the whole city, come see a man, you know. <laughs> and she wasn't really worried about the ethnic, if you will, um, encounters and relations. And so... 
um, if we can just even start going to the word of God and try to help us, um, if you will, capture uh, some of the posture that we should be taking, some of the stance that we should be taking. Let me try that again from the Message Bible, Ephesians 2, 10, and then Uncle Rich, you got something that says, no, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both the making and the saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work that he does. The good work he has gotten ready for us to do, work we had better be doing. Let me just keep reading. But don't take any of this for granted. It was only yesterday that you outsiders to God's ways had no idea of any of this. Didn't know the first thing about the way God works. Hadn't the faintest idea of Christ. You knew nothing of that rich history of God's covenants and promises in Israel. Hadn't a clue about what God was doing in the world at large. Now because of Christ... Dying that death, shedding that blood, you who were once out of it altogether are in on everything. The Messiah has made things up between us so that we are now together on this, both non-Jewish outsiders and Jewish insiders. He tore down the wall we used to keep each other at a distance. Don't tell me that's not what's happening now in our earth. Mm -hmm. God is at work again, tearing down the walls that has kept us at a distance from each other. Wow. You know, and so when I look at this particular a clip and listen to it as you all have over the air have listened to it and you realize that you know of the same ethnic persuasion of the same ethnic um if you will uh, uh a community we still have an issue when it comes to social injustice of 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 that of authority abusing it in this context the police literally abusing the authority I mean, did y'all hear when the woman, when she literally, I mean, her whole attitude was simply, you know, get me on camera. You know, he was like, woman, you on camera. And then you, did you see how he turned it on? And he said, uh, 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 police officer, you need to repent <laughs> for your, <laughs> he told her she needs to repent for not upholding the law for how she was doing it. And literally, that's what she was doing, talking about you're going to be arrested, talking about disturbing the peace. Did y'all catch that? Yes, sir, and called her a thug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God forbid. Biggie said thug Ish. mentality Same or thuggish thing. ways or something like oh, that. Oh, my goodness. Like, talking to the popo like that. And if you see it on the video, she didn't even come back. She just, like, she just got on in the car like she knew it was right, you know. And so it just, again, amazes me when it comes to this whole notion of if we just know our rights. I am not saying we get to call the police thugs now, but I am saying that they do not have a right to ask you. Can you believe that? Ask you for your identification without citing you or planning to arrest you. That's just simply being nosy now. Who are you? What's your name? And mm -hmm. he <laughs> he wouldn't even give him his name. Now, again, we don't recommend that those of uh, Ebony Hugh try that right now. <laughs> but just know that if you know your rights, at least you have some, some idea that you can, if you will, um, 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 stand up for them plainly, even just with the Constitution and or local ordinances. Ms. Tina? Right. I, be I believe that's true, and I think we do need to know not only our rights um, as far as, like you said, with the Constitution and laws, but that's also knowing the scriptures. Um, because exactly. even though we may know the law, God always says, you know, there's a way 
that we can bring out what we know. For instance, I often say, let's do it the nicest way we know how. Absolutely. When someone is asking us for our uh, license, we don't have to say just because it's the law, I don't have to give you my, you know, we don't have to Absolutely. go there. But we can say, you know, I believe that the law says that Stay this in the or that. Of Christ. <laughs> and then, uh, because that will keep, you know, our own prejudices down and our own soul and our own uh, right. sins. Right, right, right. Yeah, we definitely don't want to give them, you know, reason or cause to, to be suspicious. Suspicious. That's right. That's so, right. So often you see in the videos where, you know, the, the, the one being accused, even though they may have not done anything, they're belligerent. And, right. Uh, right. Being so, testy and all yeah. that. And I noticed he did stay in love. He was like, officer, I respect your position. Right. But quite frankly, can you just tell me why you're asking me for my name? I don't I mean, why do I have to give you my name? What is it here? And then he said that we have a complaint. He said, but of a legal activity. And that's kind of what that officer said. I remember on one occasion, an officer showed up at a church event we were doing. And uh, simply, he showed up and he said, yeah, we have a complaint, but there's nothing illegal going on here. Right. <laughs> Which means you have a right to be here. And then, you know, we need to probably get a decibel meter, though, <laughs> in case we want to get a little loud. But let's shout out the police that did come. Very nice. Amen. Yes. <laughs> oh, God bless them. Boy, when they did make their move there. Um, he just, he, he said, I'm just, look, I just have to do my job. I have to come check to make sure nothing illegal is going on and, and, and drove right off. So again, knowing our rights and being able to stand up for them, I think it really, um, goes a long way in terms of, uh, in terms of, um, being helpful, uh, for your cause. If you ever happen to encounter now, we've been on this segment of social injustices and we're going to probably stay here for the next couple of weeks or probably at least until, you know, the court cases get going really good, uh, because it's something for us as believers to make sure that we continue to hold on to those things. And so um, if there are no last words, let me go ahead and close it out. Thank you all for hanging with us. Um, this topic has generated a lot of buzz in our in our nation. And so, again, you can reach us at what's right at what's right way dot org. That's what's right at what's right way dot org. And we can take some questions perhaps from there or even some of your insight. And perhaps next week we can kind of grill some of that up as well. Again, thank you for joining us here on What's Right. Um, God bless you and have a great afternoon.